Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life, looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there. How to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams. How to build beautiful relationships with people around you. How to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut. How to shift through fears and let things be easy. And many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. Are you coming with me? Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. Today we again talk about the book Money and the Law of Attraction, part two by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And today I want to share with you three most amazing ideas that I found in this book that were the most amazing ideas for me when I was reading this book. I gave my review to this book uh, in my previous episode where I was talking about health, about the insights on the topic of health from the same book, but I don't mind sharing my opinion again here. I'll just say that this book is amazing, as I guess every book written by Esther and Jerry Hicks. The book is called Money and the Law of Attraction, Learning to Attract Wealth, Health and Happiness. It has two parts. I have a separate episode about the part one, and here I talk about part two. And both these books are not just about money. They're about health, they're about happiness, happiness, they're about happiness, they're about wealth, they're about career, they're about how we view money. Those books are amazing, and I highly recommend reading them because... The insights that I share are my insights, the ideas that I liked, and they're just three ideas, you know, out of many, many, many life-changing, mindset-changing ideas. And I remember Louise Hay was talking about books written by Abraham Hicks, and she said that it's better to keep these books somewhere near your bed and read a few pages before going to bed and read a few pages when you wake up. And that's actually a great idea. I think I should do that. (laughs) Because there are so many ideas and you want to soak in them, you know? You want to not just read this book all at once and just you know, implement what you remembered and forget about it. You want to come back to those books over and over and over again. Like when I read, I usually read from my phone and I highlight and then I copy and add the quotes that I like in my notes. And so now before recording this episode, I was rereading those notes, those quotes to pick three best ideas that I enjoyed the most. And as I was reading my notes, I again had a bunch of insights and I was like, oh, I forgot about this. Yes. And like, 
it's so inspiring and you need to keep these books close to you seriously they're so worthy so amazing I highly recommend reading books by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And so now let's talk about three ideas that I loved in this book, in the part two, Money and the Law of Attraction part two. And the first idea that I want to share with you is that we don't have to take other people's experience as our own or as ultimate truth. And I talked about it a little bit in my previous episode where I talked about health. And the metaphor Abraham Hicks used in this book, in this, like, on this topic, is that when we look at somebody else and their experience in life, be it with health or success or, like, whatever uh, relationships, when we take their experience and we implement it in our life, It's like using the map of one city while being in another city. Like being in Paris and trying to go around and find places using a map of Moscow, for example. Because we have different lives, different experiences, different desires. You know, we're so different and we're meant to be different. They also said in this book that if we wanted to be the same, there would be more people who look the same. Like, it wasn't our goal to be the same and to have the same experiences and have the same bodies, have the same desires, right? We're all different, with different backgrounds, with different desires. And it doesn't make sense when we take somebody else's experience as our truth because like things get to be absolutely different for us we create our reality based on our desires based on what we want and how we see things and we have potential they also say this in in this book that we have potential for everything we have potential for success and for failure we have potential for well-being and health And for diseases, we create our own reality with our thoughts. And we have a choice which experiences of other people to pay attention to. They gave this example uh, of, I don't remember whether it was Esther and Jerry's family or it was like some other example, but there was somebody's mother-in-law who was complaining a lot about her health. And then somebody's aunt Uh, came to visit for a week and this aunt was healthy and like she hasn't been sick for years like she was absolutely healthy she wasn't complaining at all like she felt great but she spent a week with that mother-in-law who was complaining about her health issues all the time and in a week she had something like she they had to call an ambulance she had to go to the hospital and Abraham Hicks said It's because we have potential within us for health and for diseases. And what we focus on, we create. And if we keep believing something, if we keep thinking about ourselves something that doesn't work for us, we keep creating it over and over again in our reality. Like if we keep noticing, if we keep focusing on the fact that we are failing at something, we keep recreating it in our reality. Like, this is why it's so important to be surrounded by people who help you grow, not put you down. Remember, 
This is so important to, you know, talk to each other. It's so important to have the summits, to have this calls, you know, to to spend a lot of time together with like-minded people and tell each other and ourselves stories of successes. Because when we focus on somebody else's success, when we start noticing little tiny successes in our lives, this is what we create, this is what we make more of. And if something doesn't work, there is a very high chance that you keep creating it in your mind with your focus. I remember when I started my blog, I was watching a lot of videos on YouTube where a lot of bloggers said that you need years to start making money from your blog. And this is what I took as my truth and this is what I still am working on, you know, recovering from, that... I took it as my truth that, like, this is how things get to be. And yet we have a lot of examples of people starting their business and and making six figures in the first year, right? Because they just decided that it gets to be different for them. Same as I decided that no matter what my parents and no matter what my grandparents and my friends and people around me say about how relationships get to be, and that we need to tolerate the unhealthy behavior in a relationship and that we need to manipulate and compromise to build a relationship and that every relationship is a hard work, I just refuse to subscribe to that. And I created a different reality for myself. And my relationship with my husband is not manipulative at all. And we don't compromise. We are together because we choose to be together. And we don't make each other sacrifice anything for each other like this is not how a relationship works we have healthy trusting loving incredible relationship because i chose to not subscribe to somebody else's truth because i realized that it gets to be different for me that the relationship i envision in my heart get to be it can be real it can work exactly as i want it to work and it did The second idea that I want to talk about that I loved from this book is that we often wait for somebody else to fulfill our dreams, to make our dreams come true, to believe that it's possible. Like, we often dream about something. Let's talk about love again, since, like, this is my favorite topic, obviously. (sighs) We have this dream of this amazing, kind loving relationship but we don't believe it's possible until we see somebody else having this relationship and only then we start accepting that it's possible for us too and we don't have to wait we get to just trust that if we have this vision inside of us it means that it can be done and then We, you know, save ourselves a lot of time because we don't have to wait for somebody else to do this before us. And they gave this example of some runner, marathon runner, or I don't know, some athlete who managed to like set the record and run some distance within like a very short period of time. I can't remember numbers. But before him, nobody did it. So he set the record. And after that, a lot of people repeated that record and they use it as that very example, you know, that when we see somebody achieving 
something, we start believing that it's possible. But we don't have to wait. We don't have to wait for somebody else to do what we dream to do. We can just start doing it. And you know, it's a call to action. It's a call to, like, it's an invitation for you to open your journal and to, you know, to dive deeper into your vision and see where you are stopping yourself from believing it gets to be your way. Exactly your way. And maybe get clear on your vision. Maybe ask yourself some additional questions to, you know, fill in some details of how exactly you want it to be. Not how it should be done, not how other people did it, but how you want to do it, how you envision it. And then start believing it. Choose believing that it's possible to be done this way without waiting for somebody else to do it first. Because this is when and where it gets inspiring. That it can be done. Hmm, such a beautiful idea, don't you think? And the third idea is kind of about the same, but not really. They gave this example in the book that, like, we often think that our life changes not as fast as we would like it to change, right? But if you were born and raised in one place, like in one area, in one uh, city, town, village, whatever, and then you moved, for example, they said, try getting back there and looking at how well will you fit in, whether you will be a match to those people, like, you know, mentally, will you be seeing the world the same way as they did. And this example was supposed to show us that we actually change a lot and very, very fast. And this example hit home, actually, because I remember, like, we moved a lot when I was a child, And I remember one situation, one case where at the age of 12, we moved to like to another area of the city. And then only when I was 17, so like five years later, I met the girls I was once friends with from the school, like from that area of the city. We applied to the same uh, university and we met... And, like, we had nothing in common. And I realized how, like, within five years we grew apart. So, like, we were best friends. And then, like, five years later we had nothing to talk about. Like, we had different values, different interests, different lives, you know. Like, and we just couldn't connect. We spent some time together. We we talked. Like, we tried to become friends again. But there was just no connection. And so the author said in this book that we don't live the same life for many, many years. Our life is different every time. It's just that our thoughts and how we see ourselves and how we see our life don't change. And this is why we keep creating the same life that looks the same, that feels the same over and over and over again. The level at which we are vibrating today is the same as the level at which we were vibrating yesterday. Because we keep thinking the same thoughts. And this is why we don't live the same life. We just keep creating the same experiences that feel the same and look the same. Every day, every month, every year. 
And I want to use this insight, this idea as a reminder that our life gets to change very fast when we make shifts very fast, right? And this is what I want to leave you with today. I would love to connect with you. So if you want to share your thoughts, your insights after listening to this episode, feel free to share, send me a DM on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. I'm happy to connect with you. I love hearing from you. If you're here for the first time and if you want to work with me, I'm a self-love coach. My favorite topics to work with and to shift are personal boundaries, building harmonious relationship with yourself and with the people around you, romantic relationships, relationships within the family, with your colleagues, etc., etc. And I believe strongly that the topic of self-love, the way we see ourselves, the way we love ourselves, influences a lot other areas of our lives. And self-love is like the foundation. And I have this episode where I talked about self-love and how important it is. A very powerful episode. It's the eighth episode. Episode number eight, which is called Self-Love is the Foundation. People will treat you the way you treat yourself. Such a powerful episode. I have to re-listen to it every once in a while. It's just so good. And you know how they say that we first and foremost create content for ourselves because it's full of our insights and our truth. And so that one is very powerful. Go listen to that one. And I will see you in my, I will hear you, I will talk to you, and I will talk to you in my next episode. I love you guys. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast, and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.